The IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey kids, it's me, IC Robots, and we are back for another exciting, another super fun episode of the Stuck at Home Show. The show in which, the show in which we're just like all stuck in the house because of, uh, you know, the state of the world, the stuff that's uh, going on out there. But it's all good, we're all having fun, we're all staying positive, we're all doing what we have to do to get by. At any rate, on the last episode, I... I did some talk about hot dogs, some wiener talk, some Frankfurter talk, and uh, I got I got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of feedback about that, and I thought that was um really great. You guys seem to really enjoy it when I talk about food, which is great. I have another food-related bit coming up in the future, something I'm planning within, with an outside source, an outside food expert. It's going to be great. So uh, keep your ears peeled for that, but um, it seems like... There are so many varieties of hot dogs in the world. I guess what I mean to say is there are so many varieties of hot dog toppings in the world. And everybody has, like, their own different thing. My dude, my dude Esqualito, he goes all in Chicago dog style. My dude Engineer Nerd likes, he likes chili dogs. Revenger, Lamar, Lamar the Revenger. He likes cheese on his dog. My man Mighty Matt D likes, uh, he likes the chili dog when he's out. But, like, the celery, uh, when he's at home. There's... There's too many to mention. I have gotten, like, more feedback over this than, like, anything that I have in a long time. One of the things that really bummed me out as far as feedback was, um, my homeboy Sammy in Hong Kong is running short of, a uh, running short of ketchup, my dude. That's, that's pretty harsh. He said there's a shortage of American foods there. I hope that, I hope that, uh, you know, clears up soon. In the meantime, why not try to make your own? I think all it is is, like, tomatoes, a bit of sugar, a bit of sugars, and, uh, vinegar? Is that right? I don't, I don't know. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to ask my pal Sarah, the, um, the sausage-tarian, what she, what, what she thinks about that. I wonder if she has, like, a homemade ketchup recipe. Who knows? I would imagine so. But I, I actually factually ordered another hot dog from Ozzy's Grill down the, uh, down the street. I, I gotta tell you this before I get too much back into the, uh, the wiener talk. We... We ordered it online, you know, we picked all the toppings. I got a hot dog, I got a Frank, the wife got a patty melt with tomato on top, but um, we we ordered it, and then I decided to go along when we picked it up. I, I don't get out of the house very much, so even like a chance to run down the street to the restaurant is something for me to look forward to, so I went, I went along, but uh, believe it or not, they were having an antique car show in the parking lot. Of the uh, shopping center down there. Everybody was like spaced apart. Everybody was socially distanced. But it was it was still pretty weird. This is like a monthly thing they do down at Ozzy's Grill. Ozzy's Grill has like... They got like this 50s motif hot rod, uh, rat rod kind of deal going on. Uh, shout out to my boy Ezra. But um, they're, they're like way into that. And they promote these little uh, car shows. People just like... They bring their cars down. And they sit on folding chairs. Like, in front of the cars, and they, they talk to each other. But I, I thought it was weird that they did that. I mean, it seemed like everybody was keeping their distance, and it seemed like it was all safe. But it still still seems like something I would not uh, partake in. But we got the wieners, we came home, and this time I, I mixed it up. I took a uh, I took a suggestion from my homeboy, Engineer Nerd, and I actually, factually ordered a chili dog. Now, it seems to me like in California when you get a chili dog, they, they really slather the chili on top and you wind up with this with this thing that like maybe conceivably, maybe it's possible that you could pick it up, but I'm not going to try to pick it up because if like the bun splits along the bottom 
you're going to have a catastrophe. It's going to be like Kevin on The Office with the chili all over the place. It's going to be, it's going to be mad whack. But um, in Michigan, where he eats uh, wieners, they they don't lay it on a stick, and you can actually hold it in your hand. But um, when I got this, when I got this one from Ozzy's, they they did the slather, man. They ladle this stuff on thick. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining at all. I'm just saying this seems to be the uh, the California style of chili dog. When we when we go to a Saks, our favorite hot dog place in in Northern California over in Vallejo, I I uh, have seen the wife order one. I just go for like a cheese dog where they just like put like shredded cheese and onion and stuff on top. But she she likes the full chili dog. If they if they offer a topping that you can get in like a large quantity, she's gonna go for it. You know, she wants the chili on top. She wants she wants extra whatever. She's you know going for the uh, the gusto on that. I I don't gusto that much, but um it was. It was like a full plate and fork chili dog. It was quite delicious. It was good. But I did, I did have to use a fork, which I, I don't really dig all that much when I, when I eat a hot dog. Part of the fun of eating a hot dog is like holding it in your hand. You know, it's fun to uh, see it there, hold it out. It's like, if you're going to eat it on a plate, you might as well just like chop the hot dogs up, throw them in a can of Wolf Brand chili and just like eat it all together that way with a, with a spoon, you know, because it's just like the bun gets mushy. The bun gets mush, which is okay, but I, I don't much go for mushy bread products. I mean, shout out to you if you like that, but I, I myself, I don't really go for like the wet bread products, like, um, French toast, things like that. Even pancakes to a degree, they don't, they don't appeal to me that much. I mean, they taste good, but the, the consistency of like the wet bread kind of makes me queasy. I, I'm going to open something up here on the show. We frequently open the show with an opening. I got... I got my comic books in the mail. I ordered these from a comicszone.com. That's comics with an X. C-O-M-I-X-Z-O-N-E.com. They they have a mail order subscription service that I use because I, I got beef with the local comic store, dude. I think they're whack. No shout out to Outer Plains. You guys can go you guys can go take a flying leap. But um I I got these. I don't even know what's in here because as far as I know, like Marvel's not publishing right now. And while I do mostly get DC books. I, I'm curious. You hear that? I popped the switchblade. Let's try that again. Can you hear that? That was great. That was not a switchblade sound effect. That was in fact a real Arthur Fonzarelli brand switchblade. But, um, let me, let me see. I, I sliced the sides. They, they mail these in like a very nice professional comic book mailer. There's only, there's only two in here. That's kind of a bummer, but it's okay. I'm actually behind on my comics right now, believe it or not. With all all the time in the world, I'm not spending it reading comics. What did I get? I got Action Comics number 1021. That's bananas, right? It looks like it's a crossover between Superman and Young Justice. Brian Michael Bendis writes this. I like uh, I like his work on Superman so far. And then I got another Brian Michael Bendis. This one is The Legion of Superheroes, if, uh, issue number five. I'm liking this one, too. It's kind of... Kind of interesting. It's not a reboot, but he's um, introducing lots of new characters, lots of new ideas. That's fun. Neither one of those comics or anything that, like, I'm super ecstatic about. I'm actually behind on my comics. I got one, two, three, four, five from last month. I got Archie, Young Justice, Superman, Lois Lane, and then I still haven't read Action Comics number 1020, so I, I need to get on all of that. What I have been reading... And this has been kind of kind of fun to me. I, I started in uh, the DC Universe app. They have comics you can read. And they have Batman, Detective rather, all the way back down 
to the start, Detective 27. And I I know I've read Detective 27. I had like some kind of weird collector edition of that when I was a kid that I would that I would check out. But it's interesting to read them now. I read Detective 27, 28, and 29. I'm trying to like I'm trying to become like a super Batman scholar, and I, I would think of one way to do that is like read all detective comics available. I'm gonna read them all the way up to a thousand. This might take me a thousand years, but I'm gonna give it a shot. This is what this is what I've learned so far. In Detective 27, when they first introduce Bruce Wayne, it's Bruce Wayne is hanging out at Commissioner Gordon's office, and they're both like they're both smoking. Bruce has a pipe, Gordon has a cigar, they're just like chilling, smoking, and Jordan and uh, Bruce Wayne is like, he's totally relaxed. He's like, he's like Orange Cassidy from AEW. Look that guy up. And he's just like, he's like leaning on the desk. He's just like so relaxed and so bored by everything. He's, he's a super chill bro. They took the, uh, the Playboy gimmick all the way in the early ones. But what I, what I've noted of uh, uh, this is that, uh, in the first one, Batman kills somebody. He pushes somebody over the edge of a building and they die. And then the second one, he lets somebody fall into a tank of chemicals. And he's just like, oh, well, bro, he got what he deserved. I, I don't know what you want me to say. Also, Batman drives a red car. Like, he has just, like, a red sports car. And he's out during the daytime in all of these. Like, he's just, like, running around on the street dressed like Batman in, in the middle of, like, Gotham City at, like, 12 in the afternoon. People people are surprised, but he... He hasn't yet developed the full Batman technique yet, which is interesting to uh, to see. Also, when he does stuff, like at one point he jumps off a roof, a roof with his uh, bat rope, and people are astounded. They're just like, "What's this lunatic doing?" It's not like today in comics, where like you see superheroes all the time. People are like really, really, really surprised to see this dude doing stuff. He. He literally seems like a guy in a spandex outfit. Nowadays, Batman, he's he's still a guy in an outfit. But the way he's treated, he's almost superhuman. You can't stop this guy. This guy could beat up Superman. This guy could beat up Darkseid. This guy could beat up Solomon Grundy. But the, uh, the guy you see back in Detective 29, he's like, he's just like a dude in a costume catching people by surprise with a right cross. I thought it was all interesting. I'm going to keep... I'm going to keep plugging away on this. I think it's, uh, it's kind of cool. So far, he's fought, like, crooks and blackmailers and bank robbers. I'm going to be interested to see when they start introducing, like, other weird villains for him to fight. It's going to be fun. I'll, I'll keep you guys all abreast on that. Until then, let's find out what our dude Gino Vega had for lunch yesterday. What did Gino Vega have for lunch yesterday? Hey, Icy Robot, it's me, it's me, it's Gino V, and I'm just hitting you up to uh, talk about what I had for lunch yesterday. So, yesterday for lunch, I had a bowl of barbecue potato chips. Now, it might not sound like much, and it wasn't, but it was more of a vehicle for taking a break from doing housework and watching a little Pluto TV. So I sat there eating these barbecue potato chips, watching the Gordon Ramsay binge channel on Pluto TV, and it kind of put me in this mind frame where I thought I was actually eating something much more involved in gourmet, but at the end of the day, it was barbecued potato chips, which uh, on the source microphone scale of one through five, for a lunch, I would give about a 2.5. Talk to you soon. Big shout out to Gino Vega. You can find him at Sensational Vega on the tweets. I think that I agree with you. I think that a bowl of chips is probably like a 2.5 lunch, maybe even like a two. It's like a two mic lunch. It uh it lacks nutrition. It's high in salt. 
and cyan fat, but it does taste really good. So I, I don't know. It all, all depends on your personal preference. Big shout out. Big shout out to my dude, though. Hope he's, hope he's holding up well over in Napa. I, I was reminded of a tale a little bit ago when I was out in the garage and I'll, I'll get to that point in, in, in a minute. I, I remember being like 12 or like 13 and at this time, like, I didn't have like a ton of friends, a ton of pals or whatever. And like most, most Friday nights, I wasn't like at sleepovers or whatever. I was at home watching movies and I, I got into this late night movie show that they had on KTVU. That's channel two. It was an indie at the time. Now it's a, it's a Fox, the Fox affiliate here in a, in Santa Rosa. But at the time they, they played all kinds of wacky content. They had like chiller diller theater in the afternoon and just all, all kinds of things like that. This, this late night movie show, it was probably just something like KTVU channel two late night movies. It wasn't hosted or anything. It didn't have like Elvira or anybody like that, but they, they would play like horror movies and karate movies and like teenage sex romps and, and things like that. Yeah. I, I think you get the idea. And I, I, I was really into this. This is where I saw the stuff this is where I first saw, like, Halloween. I saw Bruce Lee movies here and stuff. It was, it was really cool. We didn't have, like, the full-on cable with, like, the HBO or anything. So if I wanted to see, like, like, violence or, like, Amore or whatever, I, I would have to watch this show. I think if my parents knew I was watching these kind of movies on their TV in the living room, I don't think, I don't think they would approve. This is, like, long after they had gone to bed. I, I've always been like stay up late at night, kind of watch TV sort of guy. Not so much a, a, anymore, but at the time, I would stay up to uh, all hours and watch TV. And I I have this recollection of one time that really, really sticks in my head. Let me, let me, let me break it down to you guys. One Friday, I was watching the late night movie and they were playing this film called Private School for Girls. It stars Matthew Modine and Phoebe Cates and Betsy Russell is in it. It, uh, it came out, I don't know what year it came out, but at, at any rate, it came out. It actually came out, and they were, they are playing this movie late one night, and I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it. It's, it's like, it's pretty offensive by today's standards, but it, it's very typical movie of the time in that the, the dudes are sneaking into the girls' school on, like, a panty raid or whatever, or whatever you call it, and I'm, I'm liking it. I'm thinking it's cool. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm into Phoebe Cates and all that stuff. Like everybody, everybody else was at the time. And I'm, you know, I'm digging it. It's not awesome, but it's, it's funny. And then all of a sudden they showed a naked part, like a, like a full on nudity on the TV. And I remember I saw this and I knew I saw it and I couldn't believe it. I was gobsmacked, right? I, I didn't have a VCR taping it. DVRs didn't exist yet. So it went by, it flew by me. I knew I saw it. And I was just blown away. I went to school on Monday and I hit up my dude, Mark, and I hit up this other dude that I hang out with at the time. And I'm just like, did you guys see that? Were you watching that movie, that Betsy Russell movie? And then all of a sudden there was that part. And they're like, no, we weren't watching it. We were doing something else. We were asleep or whatever. You must have, you must have been tripping. You must have been sleeping too, because they don't show that kind of stuff on TV. But I'm like, no, I know they did. I saw it. I saw it for sure. And they're like, no, you didn't. You didn't see. It's impossible, right? But I know, I know that I did. And then from that point forward, I became like a bit obsessive about seeing that movie again because I wanted to verify that I saw what I saw. And I would check the, um, the, the TV weekly that came in the paper every Sunday and I would scan the uh, alphabetical movie listings to see if this movie was going to play again. But it like, it not never, ever did. 
for like a couple years. I never saw it again. And then one day it popped up and I was like, oh my gosh, there it is. And I, I set the VCR to tape it. I'm like, I'm going to tape it and then I'll show everybody. So they played the movie all over again. And that scene that I saw before was not in there. Right. And I, I know that I saw what I saw. I still know. I know that I saw what I saw, but I, I wonder what was, I wonder what was up uh, with that. If anybody out there like saw anything like that ever in like a late night movie, hit me up, Land. Maybe this was like something that they did at the time that they don't do now. I don't know. It was, it was pretty wild to me. I, I remember that I was like super obsessed with this movie for a while, right? And then one day I found it on VHS. I got it right here in my hand. I posted a, uh, I posted a picture of the cover on uh the uh the tweet the other day at icy robots the cover's pretty funny it has like phoebe cates on it and matt modine and there's there's michael zorick dressed like a girl it's uh it's not a very good movie by anybody's standards there there's some like neat 80s nostalgia in it though they go to an arcade and there's there's like fashion and stuff i don't know if if you're into that kind of romp you've probably already seen it but if you haven't give it a shot i i can't recommend it in in the sense of like a critical a critical thing, but it does, you know, it does have some degree of nostalgia in it. And it's a weird, weird memory of mine. I was, I still, to this day, I wonder if I saw what I saw. What they're teaching in private school isn't private anymore. It takes Bubba Beauregard, the animal of the 80s, to make a private school go public. Private school. There's only one, two. All right, it's me. I, I went to the grocery store the other day. We, we we needed some supplies, man. I tried to I tried to think ahead and I try to get like well planned out in advance. But you can't you can't always foresee what you're gonna need despite how hard you try. So we gotta we do from time to time have to go out of the house. How are you guys doing on that? Do you guys go out a lot? I try not to. Here here in Santa Rosa we're sheltered in place. We have to wear masks on our face, and most everything that's fun or interesting is uh is already shut down. You know the the gyms and all the the comic stores and video stores and record stores and, and things like that are all shut down, as you know. But um, I I still needed some stuff, and I I still have like a need to look at stuff. I still I still want to see toys. I still want to like enjoy the world. So we decided to um decided to go over to Big Lots, which. Which is like, a, you know, it's a national chain. I'm sure you're aware of what Big Lots is. Big Lots here used to be called McFrugal's when, when I first started going there. And I still I still call it McFrugal's most of the time. Even though I do admit that, like, Big Lots is kind of kind of sliding into place more and more every day. But we went over there because they have, like, various food stuffs and different things and stuffs. And they also they also have toys, which is, which is fun. They had some, like, they had some WWE guys and, and some things like that. Nothing... Nothing really awesome. I can't say that I've, I've bought anything there in years. They do have, like, this, um, this brand of, like, knockoff three and three quarter inch army dudes. And I could see how, like, some of the accessories could probably work as, like, G.I. Joe accessories if, if you wanted to. But I, I've never, never really bought in anything like that. But they have, like, vehicles and, like, guns and stuff that I would see, like... Like being cool, but but at any rate, when when we were there, we found flour, which is like really, really, really hard to find around here lately. I don't know if that's the case in your neck of the woods, but we found flour. That was tough. They also had a uh, toilet paper. We got two packs of uh, eight rolls each. Don't worry, they had a lot. We were allowed two. We bought two. We probably could have got four because there's two of us. But I I don't hoard. I don't 
advocate anything like that. Buy what you need, though. So we got we got two packs of those. So for for the while, we're we're pretty well stocked up in TP. I would recommend like uh trying to hit up some of the places that you don't normally go, like the big lots or like the discount grocery stores, even to some degree like the uh the various like ethnic grocery stores, like your Asia Marts. We have a Mexican grocery store chain called Lola's around here, and I've heard people say that um Lola's is uh pretty well stocked. I I've been wanting to go over to the Mekong. That's the uh, Asia Mart over in Roseland that I like. I've been wanting to go over there and see if they have, like, any uh, any things that, that I haven't been able to find at the other stores. But for the most part, I'm, you know, we're doing pretty good grocery-wise. But, you know, the flour was an issue because uh, we've been making pizza pies, dude. We've been making pizzas at the house. I'm taking my desire to be a pizza man and I'm trying to turn it into real life. We went to, onto the online and we found uh, Frank Pinella. Frank Pinella does the the pizza show uh, on Viceland, which is a show I adore. You can find all the episodes on YouTube if you like pizza, if you want to learn like the history of pizza and how to make pizza in different regions. I cannot recommend this highly enough. Why did I say it like that? I apologize. But um, we got his recipe for dough. Which is just, it's just basically dough. You can find it find it anywhere. So we made some dough. Then we made some homemade sauce from uh, just some tomatoes that we had. Usually they recommend you use like uh, canned tomatoes and basically like just add like a little sugar, maybe a little salt or whatever. And just kind of kind of heat it up and go for the natural flavor. But we didn't have the canned one. So we went fresh. But we, you know, we had to boil them first. But um, this is all... This is all neither here nor there. I think that you guys want to hear about the toppings. Pizza toppings are always like a hot topic around these parts. We uh, we made two 10-inch pies. We made one for me, and we made one for the kiddo. She was going to get her own pizza because she likes different things than we do. On ours, we uh, we put some onions. We put some salami that we had in the uh, in the drawer, the meat drawer. And then we put, uh, like, not a lot of cheese. Just, just like... Just, like, enough. We sprinkled, like, the cheese all over it. The The sauce was kind of the main event because it had, like, this nice, like, really sweet flavor. And then on the kids, she just wanted, like, extra cheese and pepperoni. We had some pepperoni around. We bought it. I think we got it at the Dollar Tree. And we've been, like, giving it to the dog as dog treats. But she wanted some of that on her pie, so we gave it to her. It was great. Making pizzas was, uh, making pizzas was pretty fun. I, I wasn't able to, like get the dough in, like, a, a nice, um, circular shape like you would want. It was kind of, it was kind of lopsided. Um, in the video that I saw, Frank, uh, he used a pizza cutter, and he kind of zipped it around the outside of his pizza to give it a circular shape. Like, he cut it to make it a nice circle. But I didn't care. I'm just going to eat it myself. Doesn't really, doesn't really matter. We considered making, like, a grandma pizza, which is, um, like, in a pan, like a, like a square pan. I like that. I like the square pan style pizza but I don't I didn't I didn't really like feel it that day I wanted to see if I could make a nice circle but sadly I failed but still when the pizza came out it was really good and I enjoyed it I had a nice time eating it the wife ate it the kid ate all of hers so I was on my way one little small minor step toward becoming a pizza man the only real American pizza made by an American American pizza man Masai Bindo 75 you are listening to the Stuck at Home Show, your guiding light when the world gets all weird. And your knees can't take the power, so hard running is out. And you got arthritis in your neck, and you've got calcium deposits on most of your joints. So what we'll be calling on is good old-fashioned blunt force. 
horsepower. Every time you hit him with his shot, horsepower, horsepower. It's good old-fashioned blunt force trauma. Horsepower, horsepower. Heavy-duty cast iron, pile-driving punches. Horsepower, horsepower. Blunt force trauma. Yeah, let's start building some hurting bombs. All right, dudes, this is it, the Horsepower Initiative, the final segment of the show today, the part of the show where, I don't know, man, we're retraining our bodies. Sure, we're locked up in the house. Sure, we're, like, not able to go to the park and do things that we like to do, but we can still, we can still get super fit while we're on the lockdown. I'm doing it. You're doing it. We're all doing it. It's going to be great. I I do got to send a shout out to my gal Ashley, the nerdy blogger over on the tweets. She's a uh, she's been hitting this hard, man. She's been doing it. I I have a bit of disappointment in the rest of you though. I love you. You guys are great, but still I'm not hearing from you guys about the Horsepower Initiative. Don't spend your time sitting on the couch watching The Office. Don't spend your time watching the uh Watching the Tiger King or whatever. This is this is good time. You got time to build yourself a muscular frame. You got time to make yourself like strong beyond belief. I myself, I'm doing my best, man. I'm in the garage three days a week lifting uh lifting whatever I can find. I go over to the Christian school and I flip this big tractor tire that they got in the back. I sneak in. I sneak in over there and I flip this tire a few times a week. I'm trying. I'm trying. All I'm asking from you guys is a bit of trying. What we're going to do, we're going to pull three cards out of this deck. This deck that I got here. And they are going to correspond to different exercises that we're going to do. I haven't I haven't yet like perfected the method in which I want to do this. I don't. I just don't have it down yet. So we're going to, what we're going to do is we're going to do squats, push-ups, and sit-ups. The first card is going to be push-ups. The second card is squats. The third one will be sit-ups. So here we go. The uh, first card that I am removing from the deck is, it's a four. So we're going to have to do four push-ups. That's easy. I know you can do it. The second card we're going to pull out of here is a... It's a 10, so you got 10 squats. That's rough, but I know, I know you can do it. And the third card is, it's a 7. So you got 7 sit-ups. I know you can do this. I have absolute faith in your ability to do this. If you can do it, try to do it again tomorrow. Try to do it twice in a row. If you hit me up, if you hit me up on the tweets, I will shout you out. I will send you... Much love from the ISR Earth Base. This is important, man. You don't want to... You don't want to take this time inside and let your body get out of shape. You don't want to return to the real world when that eventually happens. You don't want to go back out there and be like, be like a pasty ghoul that's all skinny and gross. You want to be like, you want to come out like a golden god. You want to be an Adonis. You want to be jacked. You want to be strong, ready to take on all the new things that are going to be out there. You want to take this time to improve yourself in any way you can. I, I usually go more in. On the uh, horsepower initiative, it's important to me to uh, to try to motivate you guys. But um, you wouldn't know this, you don't know this, but the entire episode, the entire file of this episode got corrupted. So I'm like, I'm a bit frustrated right now. I 
I was working on it. I was doing it last night, and uh, for whatever reason, I don't know, I'm not a computer expert, Windows crashed. The entire Windows crashed. The computer was, like, completely frozen. I had to uh, do, like, an alt-control-delete and, like, reset and everything. And in that reset, the entire file for this episode was just wiped blank. There was nothing there. It went from being however many kilobytes to zero kilobytes. And it was, like incredibly frustrating to me. I was able to put it all back together. I had, I had like the audio files all numbered and I had to, I had to re-edit it and it was fine. It didn't take all that long, but it was, it was a, uh, it was a frustrating endeavor, you know, because I was, I was all ready to come in, punch this last part out, upload it and then move on with my day and have a good time. But I, I had to spend like an hour just re-editing all this stuff. And I don't mind editing. I don't, I don't get bothered by that part as as much as some people do, but I don't, I don't want to have to edit twice, if you know what I mean. So I was stuck in this position where I'm like, do I just say forget it? Do I just say forget it? And then like, move on again the next day with the all new episode. But I'm like, no way, there's too much gold on there. What will people do if they don't hear that American Pizza Man soundbite? What will pizza, what will people do if they don't hear that story about private school? It's too great. You gotta, you gotta be there for the people, dude. It's important to you to be there for the world. So, I did it, but it was, it was a bit frustrating. I, I feel like you guys deserve more of an effort for the horsepower initiative because I, I do, I do honestly, I legitimately want you guys to partake in this. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, my dude Ferg, I want you to do this. I know you hit the poker stops. I know you do, but I know you can do this. Engineer nerd, I saw a picture of you at work today wearing a mask. I know, I know you can do this. My guy Gino Vega. After you finish your lunch, do the horsepower initiative. My guy Esqualito, do it. My gal uh, Sagittarian, do it. I know you're already really fit, but do it. Do it, do it, do it. Everybody out there, Gabe, Javier, Matt D, everybody who listens, all the patrons, my man Mark, I need for you guys to do this. I want to, uh, I want to feel like in some ways I'm helping you guys to help yourself. So please, please do this. Please hit me up. Hit me up on the tweets. Tell me you did it. I will shout you out and I'll tell you that I love you. It'll be great. It'll make your... It'll make your life all that much better. So, until we meet again, this is me, Icy Robot, signing off. Do the time. Don't let the time do you. Times seem hard right now. But you gotta believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again. Rains are back. Stuff's, Stuff's getting better. Things are getting better. This has been an IC Robots radio production.